Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and your Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> we are coming off a hot episode. Hot up. It wasn't hometowns, but it felt like hometowns. That was where I was going to begin as well, which is like, what does Brandon need to go home again? Like, I almost feel like, well, and we'll get to it, but with the news of this this. Katie Thurston, 12 days of mess. It's almost like, look, you can always go back to him. He's, he's already got the goods. He met your mom and dad. They caught you making out in the hot tub. What would you even go home to meet them for? A couple new rules. Please. Number one, if it doesn't work out with the person you actually pick, for the rest of your life, you're allowed to keep going back to the people who you turned down. Absolutely. Ab- well, you know what it made me think about a little bit? It's like sort of like in high school. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not the lacrosse whore. I just like, I picked the, you know, I dated one of them, but there's like 30 other guys that I've been getting to know. Was. Oh no, I chose wrong. Exactly. Do like me. it's it's like you're still getting to know each other all at the same time. Because you were like a I mascot. Was, well, actually I was also a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. I did some mascottery. Um, that was a career. <laughs> That was a way I could have gone for sure. Michelle's mom and dad said it best, which was like, why does this relationship work? And it's like, at the end of the day, that's my best friend. So when you're in the throes of passion and you're dating someone, but then low key, there's a friendship actually developing. I think long term, that's the move. Right. And that is exactly, I mean, we might as well just get into it then. We can't even start with this episode because there's been so much gossip. Well, I had to rewind part of the episode because I was reading an article about this Katie (laughs) thing. And I was like, I can't even watch this episode because there's news breaking at this moment like what am i doing for anybody that doesn't know katie thurston was the last bachelorette she and michelle were on the same matt james season katie and blake had a finale to remember love is real you heard us talking about greg get a grippo that was from that season it was all about blake and greg grippo well boom shakalaka all of a sudden eclipse season hits and we're hearing about john percy i just i love that it's hearsay Wow, what a play on words. There have always been rumors. Yeah, like, I, rumors. Don't, I don't even remember this guy at all. So this has thrown me for quite the loop. So so now she broke up with Blake and now she's suddenly like dating John and apparently they were friends the whole time. But like, were they more than friends? She moved to right. San Diego. There's a whole timeline on Instagram. And this is also the question because it's like, oh, suddenly she's Jane. Suddenly she's dating John. But it's like, is it sudden? Like, is it, it sudden? It, doesn't seem so sudden. So I actually did some deep diving myself, but I have been working all day. I guess so have you, but what did you learn? So give us the give us the skinny on the Katie Thurston messy 12 days that have now brought us to our knees while we're watching The Bachelor, we're researching the other Bachelor. It's incredible. Well, what I've learned, I, it's not, it's still early days. So, so it's not a fully fleshed out timeline that we have here, but it Fair. seems like while she was dating Blake, like she was in a couple photos with this guy with other people, like, 
so it did seem like they were friends i don't think she would like fully two times like but then again once you get used to dating 30 people at one time it's got to be kind of hard to like not keep having your cake and eating it too so katie also moved down to san diego after she got engaged to blake even though he lives in canada john lives in san diego so this is where it's so crazy and then he was also like he's been sending her like flowers but like just friends flowers which i don't know what those are there are like, no just friends often flowers. but there but are yeah. no that, that's, that's the gist that's the gist so i have some theories but could you break down do you have the timeline for us all um no and i don't you know, honestly i i don't think we should go that far into it because i i because just it's everywhere it's everywhere you could google it but and here's I what i will say get a clear answer at this point w- one way or the other because i i think i think more is going to come out as it goes on i think she never was dating blake oh my god I think because I told you when the paradise season started right after her season ended, I watched a, I, I stumbled upon just, I didn't go to find it even though I did a Katie Thurston live stream where she was live streaming. She and Blake watching bachelor in paradise. And I said it, I think on an app, I said it on an app. He was so clearly annoyed with her, not interested, checked out the, the vibe was off and I just thought this is weird they just finally were able to like announce their engagement and now looking at this timeline this hearsay I don't think they were together at all I mean I think maybe for like five minutes they dated right after the show but I think she was dating that dude before the show aired even even if they never like did anything physically, but like an emotionally yeah. cheating situation, it, yeah. I, uh, uh, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, I don't know, like it might be. So so yeah, so this is the new trend. So everybody now keeps their past contestants on the hook, on the back burner, as as me as one of my high school friends would like to say. You got to have some back burner boys, you know, mm-hmm. just in case. BBBs. You, you keep a little fire cooking. And the other person who, who it turns out kind of did this was Hannah Brown. So it comes out this week, her book comes out this week and it turns out there's a big bombshell in there that she slept with Peter during his season of The Bachelor. So now this is pre-Sarah watches The Bachelor. So could you give me some skinny on Peter? Because I, I listened to the whole story, but then I had some questions for you because I need a little bit of context about these characters in this timeline. So give me some info oh about that. God. They really need to like keep the show going after the show ends because that's really when the juice goes down and when things get really like dramatic. So pilot Pete on Hannah's season, he's a pilot. He was a charmer. He he's just a sweet guy, like seemed really nice. He come he ended up in like third place, I think. And second place was super hot uh dreamboat Tyler Cameron. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Cameron is the hottest, but from what I've heard from Hannah's account, not the hot anymore, but yeah, sexiest by far. Right, like she, I don't know why she didn't pick him, but but whatever, we'll get to that because that's part of the saga as well. She ends up with loser Jed, who had a girlfriend at home the whole time. She had no idea, and then she did you found watch out, the season? Why did she pick him? It's a mystery. It, to me, the only reason I can think is because she wanted to move to Nashville. That is like literally the only thing that like we were all shocked i was like oh it's gonna be peter or tyler and then i was like oh well then obviously it's gonna be tyler if it's just out of the two no she picked freaking jed who was lying to her the whole time and was like a dumb dumb but anyway that's 
who knows what she was thinking there was also this crazy like jesus freak guy on for most of it who came in fourth who kind of like derailed the whole thing the whole time because he was like <laughs> gaslighting her so i think like that's yeah, now i kind of want to watch the season. this sounds very very fun oh it was really fun because she hooked up with pilot pete in a windmill and then she told the jesus freak guy and he freaked out on her and was like are you kidding me you can't be having sex blah blah blah, blah. and she was like well so she had I- outside of the fantasy suites no, it was a fantasy suite oh, in okay. a windmill. They in a were, windmill. Okay, that's great. Yeah, their bed was in a windmill. So, um, and the so the Jesus freak guy was like, "How dare you?" And she was like, "I did have sex, and Jesus still loves me." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, girl, oh. that is it." She, oh, she just loves the fuckers. One over America with that statement alone. <laughs> but afterwards, as we all know, Jed had a girlfriend. They broke up. She kind of dipped back into the Tyler pond during quarantine a little bit, but it was super awkward. She's talked about all of this, like super open. Well, but so that was my introduction to them where I saw them quarantined together being like, actually, they were like laughing. They're like, believe it or not, we're not together. Now we're just like stuck here together. And it's like, what? Are... I thought they were lying. So I, was like, I was like, they're either it's awkward or they're just like hiding that they're dating. Cause like, why would they be here? And then now that this has all come out, I'm like, oh, wow, this was awkward. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. I think they're good now, but, like, it was definitely awkward at the time. And then she showed up on Pilot, because then Pilot Pete became The Bachelor. So she showed up on Pilot Pete's season and kind of was like, I don't know, I'm, like, still kind of into you. And he's like, wait, what are you even telling me right now? So, like, yeah, she was, like, so she was the Blake of Pilot Pete's season? Well, not quite the Blake because she had been his bachelorette. So it's not like a random contestant. She wasn't a contestant. She just showed up to like facilitate some of the activities. And the girls were all like, why is Hannah here? Like, this is crazy. So it was bizarre. And then she and Peter ended up going into the other room and like she was like sobbing, crying and had mascara all going down her face. So like clearly she didn't even intend to like show up and cry. Um. Because I do think Hannah is a very authentic person. Like, she's a little misguided and confused, but she seems to be authentic. Mm -hmm. So anyway, now she's published a book this week, and one of the big bombshells in it is that she and Peter actually slept together during his season because his family is from L.A. or Southern California. So she was, like, and apparently, like, at his parents' house. So while he was filming or while it was airing? Um, while he was filming. So he was filming and wasn't staying at the ranch with the other girls and went home and was fucking Hannah? At least once. Yo, Hannah. And then Peter after, so Peter got engaged, like the girl he wanted to get engaged to left him. Then he got engaged to the runner up just because why the heck not? But then he wanted to go back to the other girl. So afterwards they broke up. Then he ended up dating this fifth place girl for like a year after. Wow. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is what they're doing now. And I never put it together until Well, but now. they sort of they sort of nailed it in a way. It's like, if you're not going to do that or you're just a contestant, paradise is sort of that. Yes. But it's like legally that. Like, this is right, like right, 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 right. If you're going to drink like, underage, do it with everybody that was on your cast as one of the leads. And But like. Because how are you ever going to, like, if you're trying to marry this guy, how are you going to stomach the night before your wedding that little thought that's like, he chose someone else over me? 
like that little voice. Oh, I yeah, that's like yeah, I would never. I, I that would be very hard for me. No, so so that's why they, they never last. But but it's great drama for the meantime. So yeah, that's what's been going on in Batch Nation, uh, or in Trash Nation, Trashler Trash Nation followers. Sure. Oh, Tisha and Zach broke we up. Just speak of the running devils. I'm so sad because truly they were like so supporting each other during the marathon and they seemed so great together. But I think that they probably had an amicable split and maybe it was coming for a while. From what I understand, her press team or whatever made the statement. He has said nothing and they report. I'll send you a link, you know, make sure I'm reporting this properly. But from what I understand, they said that like, this was sort of because remember there were all the, there was all that speculation where it was like Tasha's not wearing her ring and she'd be like oh I'm getting yeah. a resize everybody chill everybody chill but you know she hasn't been wearing her ring a lot and apparently the reason was very Philly they've been like fighting fighting oh Philly so there's sort of a energy in this space where. You know, even though he seems like just like this sober guy that was like ready to be a dad, maybe. I think there was a lot going on under the surface. And I think that, or, or what this article reported was that they did have a great time right after, right when they got engaged, which I do think is probably a theme. But when she went back to become the host of the season that we are watching unfold right before our eyes. Her rising star, like, if you're on The Bachelor, best case scenario is becoming the host, right? Otherwise, you become an influencer, which best case scenario, you're an internet marketer. But she surpassed that. She became the host they chose to now host the second season of it. And I think in his mind, from what I understand, he was like, I thought you were really looking for love. And, you know, and I guess I guess what I'm really trying to say is, in um. fact, Tasha might have been there for the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't blame I mean, her for. They all yeah, are. Because she has serious star power for sure. She really does. So like if he's going to like, you know, be upset about that. I, I also feel like him being like um, sober and like recovering from having drug issues in the past. I feel like this is a guy who just knows what he wants and like really is not going to like do the bullshit of like, oh, I, let me just do this thing real quick. So I get a couple more followers. Like he's just like, no, I'm living my life. Like what? I, like I could see that. and I think that from the accounts I've read, BTS, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Nation franchise, they're like contractually obligated to get it crunk unless they have like a sobriety card of whatever kind he had. But like there is like, like it's a drinking scene. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to join an adult kickball league, make sure it's not one of the ones that's actually just there to drink if you're if you're not drinking. (laughs) I know a thing or two about adult kickball. Oh, I'm sure. It certainly behooves the producers to have people be a little drunk. I mean, that's like half the drama on Housewives and why they don't just literally say and on The Bachelor, why they don't just turn around and say, no, dude, you just said that two minutes ago because they're like, did he say that two minutes ago? Right. Part of why they all seem so dumb and like, right, gaslighting is such a difficult term to even use. Katie should not have started it when she did because low-key, she was gaslighting us all. But well, yeah. wow. it's like, well, right, it's like everyone's fucking projecting. On to the episode. Now, Casey, I actually missed the first 20 minutes of the episode. So I came in on oh. Clayton, who I want to say I am back on Team Clayton. I don't think he has an underbite, and he might be the next Bachelor, and he could be the one. 
I sort of love him. So my bad on all counts. I was with my own self-hate. What happened in the first 25 minutes? So basically, they're still in Minneapolis this episode. And Michelle's four students are are with us. And they're quote-unquote planning the dates. Now, are they planning the dates? Mm, Probably not. But we're led to believe they are. And that's kind of cute. So whatever. So the kids meet the guys. And they have some thoughts about all the guys. So they they said that Olu made them feel warm inside like a chocolate cookie. Same. The one little blonde girl was like, I don't like Martin. And she said that he tries to show off and he wears too much cologne. You must smell kind of funky if the kids are noticing. I'm sure Martin does though. Like I'm sure. Um, We found out that Rodney shaves his nipples and that Clayton maybe farted in front of Michelle. Not sure. Okay, but but we know that that's actually deeply intimate. (laughs) It is deeply intimate. It's too intimate a lot of the time. You know, the soon in the relationship, I don't know. It's a bit too intimate. And in my humble opinion. Kids fucking love that stuff, though. Kids love a fart. That's why he won. Kids love a fucking fart. They were like, did you ever fart in front of her? And he was like, do I need to really answer that? And they were like, yeah. And he's like, maybe. Maybe I did. It's the kid's opinion that Clayton has big muscles and would be good at carrying the groceries inside. I said, this kid gets it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I was like, that's that's all. Like, put it on your Hinge profile. No, literally all I'm looking for. And cook the groceries, too. But otherwise, yeah, I'm good. And that he makes an amazing fort. They were like, it's the ah! best fort I've ever seen. Clayton wins because the kids end up picking who gets the one-on-one out of who they like the most. And Clayton wins by a long shot. And I said, this is a classic case of the muscles, the fort, or the fart. He's got the muscles, he's got the fort, and he's maybe farting on Michelle. That's so. so funny. I love that he, like, played it coy. Like, like whether he did or did not, to know with kids to be, like, I don't, like to be, def- like, defensive is so funny. He was so good with the kids. And then when he, like, talked to Michelle about it, she was like, I'm so glad they like you so much. And he was like, honestly, I haven't seen a child in, like, years and years. So I really <laughs> didn't know how that was going to go. I was like. Okay, that makes sense, though, because by the end when he was, like, weeping about wanting children, I was like, what happened before I got here? <laughs> exactly. What happened? I oh, came okay. in at the dinner. The way he was talking about her, I knew that I was wrong the minute they were doing a close-up of his face and I saw that he did not have an underbite. <laughs> Truly my own shit. But I could tell the way he was talking about her that he was lying. Yeah, I mean, these two don't really have a genuine connection. Truly like, it's, nothing, it's just, nothing going on between them at all. Yeah, and I give them both. They both know that and respect the other one and, like, understand that the other one is a hottie and, like, it's all good. But, like, they, there's no connection there. And it's, no, that's fine. They, you know, when you're, like, fumbling your words, it's, it's what we've said before, too, which is, like, even just that slight difference between I'm falling in love with you versus I love you, right? Right. Because... So, so he was, like, searching for words in all of the confessionals or in all of the, like, little medium shots of him where he was, like, I'm realizing that, like, she is someone who I, I, I am. I am falling in love with her. And I was, like, Clayton. Clayton. It's, like, so painful to watch because you're just, like, dude, we can see. We, it's not we true. We can see what, what you're doing here. And I, I don't think we have his rising sign, but I'd be, like, could this guy be a Scorpio rising? Because he just Because he just seems... He like, could absolutely yeah. be. I love that as a guess. I do feel like we should, if it, maybe we should do like a bonus app where we, we can even field guesses, but we guess all their risings or okay. midheavens. It's sort of, here's the thing though. Here's the lesson. When we're watching people on TV, also, can you hear the drilling behind me? I'm in New York City. No. Okay. So when we're looking at, at people's personas on TV, we're actually not seeing their rising we're seeing their midheaven, which is like their public legacy, not actually the way they're doing things. But because this is a reality show where they're introducing themselves, I'm not sure where 
their impression would right. fall, whether it's the rising or the midheaven, like the height of the chart or the face of the chart. Either way, I agree with you that like he's sort of playing this Scorpio game because he's kind of like taking in all the info. He's kind of watching, hanging back, playing his cards right. But then when it came down to actually being intimate about how he felt, fumble, fumble, fumble. This guy is no longer on the team. No, he's no longer on the team. He's now free to go find Sarah, build her a fort, fart on her. I need a fort. I need groceries. I need farts. That's it. That's the bing, bang, boom, baby. And then, you know, they lived happily ever after. That's all we need. (laughs) Wait, okay. So speaking of this midheaven thing, so so would my social media persona be more of a rising thing because it's me putting it out there? On the one hand, we could say that your that your social media was rising because it's it's not like you're like you're not like an oversharer by any means. Which you is a have Scorpio a, rising thing to That's what I'm saying. So you have a very right. curated profile. But now that your Saturn return has long returned and you're running marathons, it's a little that's bit right. Leo. Oh yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Watch this space. Watch this space. Let's do you see, see what, what I'm do you like see what I'm saying though? Do you see the difference where it's yeah. like and 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 you're now not only are you now running marathons, but now you're like recording two different podcasts. Yeah. And even for me, like, I'm a Gemini rising. So it's like I'm talking on IG Live all day. I'm talking on podcasts. But ultimately, my midheaven, Aquarius, the network. The moon oh. the network. Okay. That totally checks out. Okay. Kind of, it, it, it's genuinely interesting. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting and exciting. I love the the midheaven versus the rising thing i could i could just dive in and and also well, like people- they're both like public touch points if you think about it that way yeah okay that makes sense forward so- facing touch points yes okay so clayton probably is a scorpio rising we think maybe because he is being kind of cagey about his actual feelings but it's okay because he's a cutie pie and like whatevs and he's not actually that into michelle it it would seem so i think scorpio rising makes sense side note i just want to say this one last thing i could see him as a scorpio rising which would mean that his son which we know is in taurus is in the seventh house or the sixth house but probably the seventh looking for love is the next bachelor the kid little the kid fucking proclaimed at the end i know and and then it would not shock me if his midheaven was in like Virgo or something because as a look he's not a professional football player but to be a Mizzou football player you're a professional football player so it's like he's really leading with perfection that's even what he was saying on the date when I chimed in when I finally stopped posting my dumb videos or whatever because he was saying like I I actually like blocked off the part of myself that thought about having kids and that was really doing anything other than like focusing on either football or like the thing that I was doing so as to appear to be perfect very Virgo midheaven yes and that that Virgo with that Taurus is like that's a lot of earth that's a lot of structure and I think just looking at his chart versus Michelle's like that's maybe not a match made in heaven she's she's fire and air and he's earth 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 like well and it's like if sometimes like you know yin and yang yin and yang like you want to have all elements when she let him go I don't know why she picked up the rose. I don't know why she had to make it. Maybe they tell them to. I think so. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, it's, really it's like sort of cool. You get an extra two grand if you pick up Okay. Rose. I would do it then. But it is sort of mean to be like, here's the rose. Not for you. It's like, okay. But it is a little bit of a warning as well to be like, this is the part of the night where right. I break up with you. Which, and right. also, like, what a downer to get broken up with someone who you're just not that into yourself. Like, don't you just kind of want to be like, wait, 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 wait. 
that's how I felt too because I was even before she broke up with him I was like he's lying it wasn't about her it was about the kids for him that's right when he started talking about and like crying at dinner realizing it wasn't like I want to have your kids Michelle but he was like this was so major to realize that he connected with kids in such a real way the whole I don't know if you watched the credits at the end when the little girl was painting his nails and afterwards she's like I want him to find love he's a great guy and then she's like he's gonna be the next bath yeah and earlier too she was like when you get married can I come with my sister which is like okay we see we so see cute here. I just hope yeah. like Clayton if you're listening please do not groom her this is planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Not an invitation. You're not Drake. Okay, so just Right, relax. this is not a back burner girl that you can fall back on later. No. And Miss Young will not allow that. God knows. That's exactly fucking right. What did I miss on their date, though? Anything good? Not really. I mean, they went... So the kids set them up on this date. It was a pizza party in a limo. That's that's cool. And then they went to a museum. I think it was like a natural history museum with like the, the stuffed animals and stuff like that. Um, and, a, and a planetarium. And then they were doing the game that they did on Katie's season with Andrew where you like pull strings from the ceiling oh. and questions in it producers are fucking tired dude they're exhausted two bachelorettes in a row and a pandemic no we season. can't take no it anymore season. the one question was like what you, would your superhero trait be and clayton as i would have said said to fly come on right doesn't michelle go to heal no I said, if that isn't the most pre-Saturn return shit that I've ever Bro. heard in my Oh, Casey, you make this work worthwhile. <laughs> oh, you get it. You fucking get it. No, you fucking get it. That is your, it's all of our, resp- it's not, it's all of our responsibilities, you fucking assholes. Right. I don't, I would much rather just read people's diaries. Okay? Like, what is that even going to look like to heal as a, as a trait? We don't know it what that looks, looks like. It looks like doing a trash Lorette podcast with an astrology lean is what it fucking right. looks like. <laughs> That's your superpower. But yeah. yeah. And then there was another thing that was like, what's a, something about yourself? And her thing was like that she gives so much to family and friends. I was like, do you want a medal, Michelle? Do you want a medal? And the, the, re- and the reason this bothers me is because I used to do this stuff too. And we're groomed as women from a very young age to just give and give and give. And if you just give everything to everyone, you get a gold star. And I'm, I'm a little triggered because she clearly has an issue with this in her past relationships where she gave and gave and gave and she hasn't learned to 
establish the personal boundaries no. yet. When I re-listened to our episode from last week, I was nauseous. I had to cut out so much of when we were talking about the specifics of the story of her like puke bag that was stapled to her stomach because she wasn't keeping food down. Oh, God, I forgot about that. I already blocked it out. I already blocked so it bad. out. So so bad. So gross. That, was, that like, was in her time. That was like two days ago that she was reliving that trauma. <laughs> and now she's right. already talking about her superhero being to heal. Heal yourself. Not to take a not to take a page from Martin's book and we'll get there. But Michelle, although I didn't agree with him, but it is just like, Michelle, you're healing in general. And, and everybody has a responsibility to heal ourselves and our communities. Regard, you don't get a prize for that. You fucking, yeah, have a fucking fun suit. Get a, get an invisibility cloak and fucking spy. Right. And it was so funny too because Clayton was like, oh, so you're going to go heal the whole world and I'm just going to be flying around by myself. <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm- I'll fly with you, baby. <laughs> like, and, and it's like, it's true. Like, that's how we all feel when, when you say your superpower <laughs> and the next person goes, well, my superpower would be to heal. What would your actual superpower be? To fly. Hmm. Fly wouldn't be mine. It, it wouldn't? No, because I think invisible, but then I think I don't want to know what people are. Oh, doing I want around. to know everything I do. You you go clear. invisible. I am the most professional, creepy person out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your um bio on your Instagram Tinder profile. <laughs> the most professional, creepy person out there right now. I feel that. I part of why I like fell in love with astrology was because it was something to a confirm my intuitions because I'm psychic as hell but b astrology is like an answer key the 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 schematics kind it of it is as close to a diary that you don't want me to read as we're going to get and you're giving <laughs> me the info so it is not <laughs> unethical amazing okay so creepy uh, yeah amazingly creepy which is perfect <laughs> say right. now speaking of good connections Joe is quite the cow hand. The group date was at a dairy farm. Now I want to say number one, Michelle, those boots with Daisy Duke, she looked hot. If she's not selling Tommy T by now, (laughs) she's just messing out. No, get her a sponsorship. I'm sure she's got a a million of them or she doesn't need them anymore because she's the goddamn bachelorette. But yeah, she looks freaking amazing all the time. Amazing. Even when the guys are doing crazy things around her, like milking cows feeding baby cows little bottles, churning butter, and scooping poop off the ground. To which, during the poop scooping session, poop scoop, Nate realizes that Joe's winning, and he's like, I got to win this. So he's working really hard, throws his back out, calls Michelle, takes a break, calls Michelle over, and then Rodney goes, no, 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 not on my Capricorn watch. No, this is a battle of the cardinal signs, if I've ever seen one. Why, what was because even Well, because when you're talking about Nate, I'm going, oh, what a fucking cancer. I I see myself in him in that moment where you go, oh, I'm going to, like, throw my back out and make it about an erotic massage. Like, just a touch of emotional manipulation. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, certainly. To get out of scooping poop. And then Rodney Capricorn comes in and goes, Capricorn Aries. So he's like, yo, fuck off, bro. Don't embarrass the men. Yeah. And he's like, I'm working really freaking hard over here. And I'm going to make sure Michelle knows that. And actually, and actually, Michelle, why don't you come over here? And why don't you scoop some poop? Rodney has grown on me like an apple in an apple tree. 
Yeah, he would be a very fun bachelor. He might be a little Really, bit- really like him. He might not be confident enough to actually pull it off at this point, but I'm excited to see him on the beach for sure. I think- I, I think He'll, he'll get engaged on the beach. Oh yeah, he will. He will, for sure. For sure. Joe was killing it with the cows. And Michelle's desire for him throughout that, I, I did think was a little bit like, huh. She's like, he- is really good with the baby calves. Because it's the Minnesota thing. I think it solidified him as a Minnesotan like archetype in her mind. Mm -hmm. And like the the dream Minnesotan Minnesotan guy. And and so then we found out later on that Joe's grandparents owned and ran a dairy farm. So this is- He had a handicap. He had a handicap. It was an obvious, it was a, it was a layup for him. Yeah, but, uh, but beautiful to watch. I mean, just, sure. just a true natural in his, in his natural environment. Yeah, yeah. Nate is falling for Michelle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shocking no one. But nice that he said it. He was the first one to say it. Mm-hmm. So then Martin comes in and oh, um, shoots himself in the foot again. Classic Gemini Moon stuff. I mean, honestly, here you have a, so he, so he's saying, well, you know, Michelle didn't understand what I said last week. And uh, I think she has some childhood trauma no. she hasn't worked through yet. And it's like, Martin. What a fucking idiot. And then we got Swolu. Swolu can't take Martin's crap. And he's and he goes, he's two-faced. Point blank, he's a... And they beeped it. It is what it is. And I said, he just said Gemini. He just said Gemini. They beeped it out. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's got that Gemini moon that I, that I know so well. And, and I mean, this guy can't even decide on a hair color, all right? That's how Gemini. She's high maintenance, Martin. You got three hair colors. And some weird glasses. He's done. I think these guys are all pretty ripe for the beach. Which Except we for Martin. Except for fucking Martin. I know, but they'll put those weirdos on there, too. They do. Because they know he's going to just dredge up some drama, you know? He could be the con or the cat of the beach next season for all I care, but he's not going to find love on the fucking beach, okay? No, he's not going to find love. I don't think he's going to find love. He'll be the con or the cat that everyone's like, but it's Martin. He's actually completely contradictory in every fucking thing he says, and he really doesn't have a a clear view of himself. Yeah, but some girl will, like, weirdly be like, I guess he's okay, and then he'll, like, turn around and, like, cheat on her with the next girl, and then it'll be like, what? Who do you think you are? That's exactly what will happen. He'll pull an Aaron. With who? He'll pull an Aaron. Yeah, that was crazy, Aaron. That was crazy. Um, so anyway, when when Martin said, so we let's let's stay on Martin one second. Yeah, specifically what Martin said was that he was upset about the misperception on her part of his horrible, completely like uh, juxtaposed speeches last week. And that actually it comes down to her being immature and not oh. having worked on her childhood trauma. Martin, what happened to you? What happened to you, Mark? Right. Because in my opinion, at least, sharing your childhood trauma, first of all, childhood trauma is not something you ever like get over. It's something that mm-hmm. you create a different relationship with, right? So I actually think that she's been madly responsible as far as she can be for someone pre-Saturn return for just sharing what she's been through from a right not, for, like like you could watch comedy shows of people who have unhealed trauma and then you're like this feels really fucking heavy and they need help the too way soon. that she's sharing it is actually very processed right Martin is clearly not a freaking projecting. therapist he's projecting 
interesting. Yeah. He is Gemini moon, unhealed Gemini mooning her, which is to say, you're this, instead of going, I'm this. Naughty, that naughty. be a lesson to myself and all the other gems out there. Just Well, and, and then I, I actually think we saw for the first time actual gaslighting on the show. Well, maybe it's not gaslighting, but lying. Straight up lying. Because we heard him say, she's immature. She's not really like the kind of woman I would want to be with because she's so wrapped up in her childhood trauma. And then she confronts him about it. She uses those exact terms. Thank you, Swalu, for the for the for the line read mm-hmm. but he says whoa whoa he, he makes her feel like whoa you're way off here it's like babe it's on camera i know that's that's the weird thing when people feel so like they can stupid. pull this shit and it's like well we're we're all gonna watch and make our own judgments so actually you humble yourself it. you fucking said it yeah <laughs> of course there are ways that one could edit something to seem a certain way but the things that he's been saying, like, she's just immature because she's still hung up on her childhood trauma. And it's like the kids got a good read on him and a feel on him. She obviously got like there's all there's a certain level of intuition. And some things do talk through the screen like Jen Shaw on Real Housewives of Salt yes. Lake City. Like, you can't tell me that's bad editing. She's psycho. Psycho. Like, she lets yeah. Martin go. He should be humiliated tonight. Yeah, but he won't be. I'm not upset about going home, but I'm upset about how she did it. Okay, well then, first of all, if you're not upset about going home, then you shouldn't be there. Wrong reasons. She had no shot with me in the end. Okay, Martin. Right. I know, that was so funny. Oh, that's where it gets like, Idiot. desperate, too. Like, that's Women where- like that don't deserve my time. An hour ago, you were going to like try and get engaged to this woman in like a week. He talks shit the whole ride home. Actually, I didn't even like her. She was lucky to be there with me and my frosted tips. It's like, yo, bro, go back to Miami. I do think the winner of the group date in the end, Nate, coming up strong. My money's on Nate. I do think yeah. that he's doing something with that George Michael earring. He here. swings in the wind the whole just time. swings. Yeah. But he, he he works it. I mean, it works. So then it's so yeah, Nate interesting. gets the rose for that. And then we got one more one-on-one, um, which was with Brandon. And so they're in Min- they're, they go to Stillwater, Minnesota, which is her hometown. They're driving into Stillwater, Minnesota. Yeah. And Ugu. she's about to turn into a ice cream parking lot. <laughs> And he's like, no, no, we're going for ice cream. We're going for ice cream. And it's like, dude, you're right. Calm it down. And he comes off so young. Like, God love him. He also comes off as a little bit of like a boy band member. Oh, wow. His official bachelor biography on ABC.com says Brandon J may be young, but he knows exactly what he wants in life. So they're getting the young read too. Young is the name. And so is hearsay. So you never know. So maybe he's going to be Mr. Young. He would take her name. Now, how do you feel about lending him her dad's swimsuit? I mean, here's the thing. There's a lot of aspects to this. There's a lot of factors here. <laughs> In general, I'm okay with that. I would assume they've been washed. Yeah. So so the parents catch them making out in the hot tub. It's all it's all well and good. They have a little sit down and Brandon is again like salivating over Michelle, just like so goo goo gaga. And then he asks Michelle to step away and he asks the parents for their hand or for their blessing of Michelle's hand in marriage which I don't know Casey what did you think of that I mean I think it's bold I respect how bold it is but I don't think that this kid is like totally tuned in you know what I'm saying like I I, I actually I actually know what you're saying yeah yeah like I'm just like 
you know, you could always call them on the phone in a week. Like this, no, he so- slips into Michael Jackson voice a little bit too much for my taste. That is. Oh, Michelle, the ice cream. You talk about ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Your parents, Michelle. It's a lot. And and he's, at this point, he's I'm a little thinking- bit out. I, I, to me, it seems like, and it's not just based on the commercial for next week's app. Which I low-key cannot wait for now. This is when it gets good, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's like... I love hometowns. I want to say that of if there was any parent that was like, my son has never been in a relationship, it it would be this guy. Either him or Joe Coleman, because Joe Coleman likes cows. But. My thought at this point was that Brandon... Um, I just don't think he's ever had a girlfriend. I don't think he's ever had a girlfriend. Oh, at this point, I was thinking to myself, this is so sad because he's asking for their blessing and Michelle's going to cut him right after this. But she doesn't. He says he's falling in love with her. And then she, she like, you know, smooches his face off and stuff, gives him the rose and says in the interview, it's very possible I could fall in love with him. Look, as someone who is a serial monogamist, when I know that I'm going to be with someone, there's no, I could. It's like, and and she's already telling Nate and Joe Coleman how deeply she feels for them. It's right. you know what it is though. It's if you're gonna not be like a monogamous, monogamous, you're gonna be dating around to have that like guy friend who you have no intention of fucking is one of the greatest gifts a girl could receive. Yes, it's just like a safety thing. It's like it's like having like swimmies on when you're swimming. Yeah, it's not as it's not the thrill of of just diving in. It's but, bumpers and bowling. Yes, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, you could cross. You're safe. You're good. But it's like, yeah, because there's this other thing here that's like lifting you up out of the gutter. And I'll never know how good I could have been, right? Without Ooh. those bumpers, Ooh, it's a back a true burner marathon boy. runner. That's good. It's a back burner boy. Back burner boy. Beep, 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 beep. Brandon would happily. I I bet you if she ends up with someone, they don't they don't work out. We're gonna hear up. Oh, Michelle You're the say. He's the hearsay of this season for sure. Like, let's just flash forward a year from now. Like, what? What? Who's gonna be hooking up with who? I don't know. I don't think Clayton's gonna get in there at all. I don't. I don't think Clayton so. and Michelle had actually no chemistry to the point of like, for Clayton to not get a rose at that date, you know that they had nothing going on because he actually was low key the best catch in the whole bunch by far. And isn't that kind of liberating for the rest of us? Like, they're both such hotties, and here they sit together, and you know what? There's just nothing there. There's no chemistry, and that's okay. So Caitlin and Tasha show up. Would you believe that the cocktail party got canceled? So we skip right to the roses, and roses go to our guys. We got Nate. He already had one. Brandon already had one. And then it's just two. So Joe of course, and Rodney. And I'm so glad to see that Rodney got one. I mean, I love Swolu too, but he it just wasn't as much of a match. And I don't think Rodney's her her number one guy either. But I think Swolu's gonna be the Riley of the of the beach. Yeah. Swolu's yeah. a real catch, but the truth is he put her in the position of his sisters, I feel. Yes, exactly. He sistered yes. her. So she did trust him completely because he related to her so much like he was her big brother. He needs to get with someone who's just so friggin' He's a Marisa. Sexy He's a Marisa. He yeah, like a Marisa that he can't possibly think of as a sister. Like right. there can be no shades right. of friend zone. He needs like a divine feminine guy. He also has straight, he has cross eyes. 
I know, but it's hot. It works on the man. That's funny. I, I, to me, it, it's a, maybe it's the underbite speaking in me, but just in terms of watching on TV, I go, ah. Is that weird, though, that I think it's kind of cute? I, I feel like it does work on him. No, I think it's actually a really important thing to say on the podcast after I say <laughs> something like that. So I, I, thank you for being the other Gemini on this pod for just bouncing <laughs> my bullshit. But like, because either way, Casey and I actually don't give a fuck about his eyeballs. But right. now we're doing professional commentary. That's right. <laughs> fair and balanced. Fair and balanced news. It's always fair and balanced when you've got four <laughs> different Gemini personalities on the pod at one time. We're coming at it from every angle. Just like You're Martin. Welcome. Martin embarrassed me for the Geminis this episode. No, I think it's. See, here I go with the other side. I literally <laughs> see, like you said, the under, what did you say? The underdeveloped or the, un, the, the unhealed. unhealed. He's calling Michelle not healed because he's mirroring her, but it's him. Everyone's fucking projecting. Yes. If he were to go, I feel uncomfortable because, or right. I feel hurt because, or I feel unsure because, it would have been a totally different conversation. But because he was like, I don't know, man. She seems really steeped in her shit. She wants frosted tips. And it's like, um, <laughs> Martin, you're talking about yourself. Yeah, I know. That's what's wild. How, how It would be so interesting to watch yourself on one of these shows. Who do you think won the episode? Okay, so. Oh, wait. And also, um, RIP Silver Platter Rick. He also went home. Not really RIP, but like. When Rick went into the the night going like tonight's the night to be vulnerable it's like rick we had a whole episode of you fucking crying you've you've been vulnerable my dude you can actually sit back get some feelings who won the episode well you know i guess it's like what do we even mean by win like who do i really think won the episode olu oh i thought you were gonna say clayton olu being yeah. the under he never even got a one-on-one the that guy being just a firm stand for integrity is makes my capricorn moon proud of his capricorn moon capricorn moons myself included give a big fuck about legacy he was there repping the cap moons like i, I couldn't have done myself what was he aries son cap moon aries son cap moon mm-hmm. and so was rodney that's why they both couldn't stay. <laughs> you heard it here. So Who did you think won? Um, I think Clayton won because it really, it really teed him up as a good bat. Clayton won the episode. Any other? Yeah. In order, what do you think? Nate. Then I don't know if Joe's really gonna get. I think Joe will stick around because she's gonna like fall for his family and forget that he's like a nothing burger. Right. So... She's like living out some fantasy with Joe. Yeah, it's like Nate, Joe, Brandon, Rodney. That's yeah, that yeah. would be my. What yeah, do you think? Same. Yeah, I think it's Nate, Joe. I sort of think it's Rodney, Brandon. I I think, I think Brandon is Rodney that Brandon. nice guy. I think Brandon is that that backup. But I think she might keep him around for that. But but Rodney also offers some emotional support to her too. Rodney's an NFL player. That's hot. That's hot. This is the thing. I find I'm wrong about the final four quite a lot. So this is where it gets really fun. I was gonna make a bet. Snake. Joe is the red herring of the whole. Yeah, story. totally the red herring. There's nothing. That, there's no there there. There's there's no... There. He hasn't asked a single thing about her or acknowledged the fact that he has been ghost me and you don't acknowledge it while we're on television. I will never fucking forgive you. Let me be clear. Like, that's a problem. See, this is where being committed to healing 
can get you into trouble. Oh, that's, why, that's why that was such a bullshit answer because it's like, Michelle, learn your lessons. Martin might have a point here. <laughs> and on that note, we got to end the podcast, but thank at Listen. the end of the day, we love Michelle. We love Michelle. We love that she's a healer. We just want her to go through her Saturn return and like heal she's herself. Be, stuff she too. is a healer. She's going to be a healer. But at the moment, Martin, I don't think he, he was on to where she was unhealed. But, but she is missing. She, we, we've seen a few blind spots. Yeah. The Joe thing is a total blind spot. Thing also, is blind. I just want to say, um, in other news, Molly and I started doing Christmas news. Wait, it's can you talk pod- to me about Christmas? You know, I've been voting on the polls. Yeah. You know, I have no real stake in the game. But what? No, you, but your vote counts. Well, I, you know, I, I'm a little bit bitter because I said to Molly, you know, if you ever want to chew on the pod every single time, I'm available. Yeah, isn't Hanukkah next week? Is Hanukkah next week? Hanukkah's Monday. It's a festival of light. I mean, every day for me is Hanukkah, but, but, but. Give us a, for anybody listening that's not a, a, a Christmas news, what's the deal with Christmas news? So Christmas news, we started it last year because we were both like separated during the pandemic. We were so bored. We were like locked down. So we were just like, let's just forget about the news because it was so freaking dire. And let's talk about Christmas on this podcast. So that we're keeping it going this year. But this year's a little bit lighter even and brighter because we can like party and like go out, like leave the house during the Christmas season. So that's a nice plus. Where can people find you? Oh, at Casey Dilla one. That's Casey Dia one. Cute ass name. She's a fucking quesadilla. She ran with Tasha and broke them the fuck up because she was right on his tail and she has better legs. So anyway. That's what we know Midheaven's going to do to you. <laughs> Yo. But we love you. We fucking love you. Stay trashy. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.